0: Welcome to the Bro CR Supercast. Yeah. Basically, a super cool podcast. See what we did there? <laughs> we discuss all things obstacle course racing, culture, and community that embodies it, from performing athletes flashy new gear and secret guacamole recipes yummy we've got you covered bro do you have questions we want to find answers want to talk about running in the mud and your next big adventure cool so do we now let's lace up those trail kicks and jump in the corral the supercast the supercast starts now This
1: episode of the Supercast is brought to you by Venga CBD. Venga CBD is not like other CBD companies who just post a bunch of products and hope you just figure it out. Venga was started in Colorado by athletes like you who wanted a better way to use CBD to fight pain, train longer, race harder, and recover faster. That's why they created the system of CBD products for athletes that only have four products that cover 100% of your CBD needs. No guesswork.
2: Guys, each of these products are made to help your endurance in very, very key areas, from race training to recovery. You know, we pull it together. These guys make it a great system to just elevate your game. As always, save, you know, thirty percent off and get free shipping when you sign up um, versus getting them separately. Like, this is one of the best deals out there, guys. Check it out. Um, I use it daily. The capsules are phenomenal. And as always, use code BROCR on checkout. Save you some cash. Um... And if you've got questions, reach out to the team. Great people. Without further ado, let's kick it on over to the episode. And it's a T-boy. The best one yet. Happy Tuesday, everybody. It's Jacob Bosecker.
1: Happy Tuesday. Thank you for joining us with the Supercast. I'm Leah Hensley.
2: Leah, we took off a week.
1: We did. And you know what, I have to just take a moment and thank our listeners for being as awesome as they were. You know, we, we did take off a week and, you know, one of the things that we've been really good about and pretty proud of with this podcast is our consistency and, and making sure that we're, you know, putting out episodes every week. And I think we've only missed, you know, a small handful, but uh, last week we did take off and, you know, mostly honestly, because of some personal issues going on. Um, but we got all kinds of reach, you know, people reaching out and loving on us for missing us. And
2: everybody <laughs> wanted their episode. and We were just like, holy smokes, guys. Jeez, I- my Pete.
1: Special. Thank you, guys. And if you are listening and you're one of these awesome people, if you could just drop us a, a comment or a, a review, that would be so helpful. Um, like a
2: good comment. We should get better about like community feedback on the podcast.
1: You know, and here's the thing, like. We do this podcast because, I mean, first off, obviously, we love to do it. Um, I
2: am not making a living off this. There are some people that are trying no. to in this industry. I am not one of them.
1: No, <laughs> get no money for doing this podcast, y'all. Like, truthfully, we get zero dollars. Um, but we really just we enjoy doing it. We we like we like bringing it to y'all. We love the feedback that we do get. So if, if there's a topic that you guys want to hear that we haven't touched on. Or a guest you want us to get on, or you know, yeah, you, say something. Sorry, y'all, that sucked. Like, tell us, let us know. Like, we'd love yeah. to be more interactive with everybody.
2: But once again, let us be one thousand percent clear. We ain't making any money. <laughs> <laughs> Where the the highlight of my week is like getting emails from race directors and talking things back and forth, and be like, yeah, let's coordinate this. Yeah, let's set up this. Let's have this yeah. little fun thing. And yeah. that that's my paycheck, guys. <laughs> or, yeah, no. This is this is a
1: fun project, which I'm, I'm, mean, I'm awesome. I'm, I'm super happy with with the way we've come with it and and how far it's going. And you know, as long as there's people listening, we're gonna keep putting it out there. And um you know, it's for
2: fun. It's for the community. Thanks. It's for talking about fun stuff. um Other than that, Leah, let's mm-hmm. before we jump into the the episode, which we kind of got a weird one this week. Mm-hmm. How was your weekend? <laughs>
1: I was in cheer mom land this weekend. Okay. You know, uh, it was a rough one, let me tell you. You know, we've, we've talked a little bit about my cheer world. Uh, so, get this my daughter's on a team of 38 athletes. They are sure. elite level athletes. They've been doing this forever. We get to the competition, we get ready to go back to warm ups, which means we're about to take the stage in like 20 minutes. Yep. Freaking kid decides not to come. No longer, like, cares, I guess. He is a um, teenage boy and had gone out drinking and being stupid the night before and just... He's hungover. Totally let his team down, didn't show up. Gah! <laughs> like, what a crappy lesson for these kids to learn. You know, it sure. just... It was rough. I mean, and they obviously, they they pooped the floor when they got out there i mean they did the best that they could but it was a mess and that kid cost them the win and you know it sucked
2: that's no bueno
1: Mm -mm.
2: about you we call it oh my gosh so last week we had here so everybody knows i'm now coaching for east high school here the olympians um Mm -hmm. uh big orange and and brown here uh tough matter colors but we had spring break here. So all of spring break I had, I took a little time out of my, my own schedule here and had special practices just for my kids. We lifted, we got a lot of fundamentals done. We had, uh, we had two new girls come up from the gymnastics program that wanted to learn. Well, we were back on school yesterday and we had four new kids yesterday. So, and uh-huh. all my regular kids. So I had 11 vaulters yesterday, all trying to cycle through in two hours.
1: Guys, is that a lot?
2: Eleven's a lot. I mean, you have to think about like you're trying to get kids here from like all jumping on one runway, one at a time, different heights from seven foot till 12.
1: And I imagine you don't have like some fancy electronic like movie.
2: Everything. Oh, no, 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 no. You're, you're <laughs> it, hand doing this every single time.
1: That exists? But, Is like, there a movie thingy? Like,
2: there a... might be one. I, I do not have one. I can say that much, <laughs> but um, uh, but the hard part is it's like you've got giggly high schoolers here here who have never done it before that are all like, you know, laughing and giggling and playing, playing tummy tickles, as I would say. <laughs> but you're trying to get them quiet because you're literally trying to launch a kid 10 foot in the air to jump over a pole. It's a...
1: As a coach, because like I watch my daughter do cheerleading and and you know, some of the athletic things that they do and you know the height that they throw my kid up in the air. Like there's some times where my butthole puckers a little bit because my kid, yeah. I'm like, oh dear God, like I mean, now you're like purposely launching these children up in the air. Like, do you yeah. ever get a little nervous about that?
2: Yeah, it gets really scary. Um, and some people that looked and reached out to me here this past week. Um, so I've been trying to vault again a little bit. I tried to jump a few times and First of all, I am not the little guy that I used to be. When I vaulted last, I was probably about 135 pounds, 140 max. And where are you at? I'm about 160. Okay. Um, um, But I put on a lot of muscle mass, actually, during 75 hard. Um, Yeah. So I'm I'm just stronger. So I've got to use, if anybody knows anything about pole vault, you have to use a stronger pole when you weigh more um, because it has to do with recoil and weight and distance. So the only pole that we have that meets my weight criteria is 14 foot long. Okay. So if you're holding 14 foot back on a pole, you know, drop down two feet for your front arm. I mean, you're looking at launching yourself 12 foot in the air.
1: It's a little scary.
2: Yeah, it's it's a lot, especially if you're a 34 year old man. (laughs) But anyway, I fell down on the grass and I tweaked my knee. Uh, I've been working on recovering it here for the past week and a half but anyway we've had a lot of kids we've got a lot of pole vault stuff here in my world and I'm getting back to normal and racing Sounds uh, good. so that's what's happened in our past week I hope everybody else has had a really fun and interesting week with with spring break and the weather starting to get better here um, mm-hmm. good stuff here but Leah mm. it's race week
1: it is what race week. We had um what the second Spartan of the season now.
2: Second Spartan of the season out in San Antonio, San Antonio. Um, but it's race week again this week.
1: I know this is actually exciting. Like races are happening. So but, but, but
2: Vegas An- is happening.
1: Yeah, San Antonio. We saw the Super on Saturday, followed by the Sprint on Sunday. We had Yancey and his Decca. You know, traveling circus out there on Saturday. I love that
2: description of it. (laughs) It's
1: it's like you just see Yancy
2: like pulling up like the greatest showman, like Hugh Jackman.
1: Dude, we need to get Yancy top hat and coat.
2: I would (laughs) buy Yancy a top hat, a coat, and a theme song. I I would.
1: (laughs) We get like the traveling. Ladies and gentlemen,
2: this is the moment you've been waiting for, and Yancy just got the hair out.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's really what this is. But so yeah, Deco was out there on Saturday getting people some marks. Um, That's some great first thrown down there, but um, so Saturday we had the super and um, podium some one. names
2: that we've not seen for a while.
1: Yeah, so who do we have on the podium for Saturday?
2: Saturday for the men, we had John Penland. John, come on down. Where the hell um, has he been? College, probably because he's young. I know <laughs> he is young. He's youngin'. Uh, and then old Victor Quesada, Quesadilla, and then both taking down Isaiah Vidal, um, who's been you another know, TV show, glamming it up. <laughs>
1: yeah. Isaiah, we've seen him on the Stadion circuit um, yep. and never ending Mexican TV show. I don't even. That's a know. great show. I, I've i seen it here and there, but I, I don't really understand it all. I follow him on Instagram and his stories for like six months were that with that show. So I don't really understand what happened down there, but anyway, he was out on the on the mountain. Another game show. Not a mountain. Well, out on the mud, Out on the
2: ranch in Texas. Thank you.
1: <laughs> ranch. Um, <laughs> um, so he was out there too and ended up in, in podium spot. Um what about the women.
2: Uh ladies, we had Chris Rogowski uh Alexandra Walker coming in hot in second and Lauren Stroud uh right behind that.
1: It seemed like it was a pretty straightforward race. I didn't hear any crazy Classic. uh I didn't hear any, you know, rule nonsense. Seemed okay. Crazy
2: nuts. Everything from what I saw it was a good clean race. Had a good time out in Texas. Um but then Sunday we turned around and did the sprint.
1: Yeah, Sunday we had the sprint. We saw a little bit of shakeup with some of the positioning on uh, on that podium. For the men, we had Victor coming back to take top spot on Sunday, followed by John Howard and then John Penland holding back on for back-to-back days on the podium for third. Um,
2: Double-dipping most, that ship.
1: Yeah, most impressively, though, the women, um, Alexandra Walker – turned on the heat took first for women but fourth overall so that's,
2: that's some speed well, coming in right there behind penland i'm guessing then
1: um yeah right behind penland um head wow. of isaiah so um then alex good day er, at the or
2: office alexandra
1: <laughs> yeah, no chris reglaski in second um and then isabel in third so yeah i mean it, it seemed like it was a good weekend it seemed like some good good racing and you know on to vegas this week
2: on to vegas yeah which is once again sold out but we'll be talking about that here in a second everything is sold out this year yeah. i'm selling out right now right <laughs> right you see penny uh, right right too funny too much fun but anyway that's and that's what's going on in racing right now there was also yep. um savage race down there was a savage race somewhere right uh, was that this, uh, it was, last was that this past weekend or was it the weekend before we missed the Savage was, Race because we were gone? Yeah,
1: I think it was. I'm not sure now that we're talking about it out loud.
2: absolutely.
1: You know, not had on the show that we probably should bring on is, is Sam Abbott.
2: We really should get on Sam. He's a good dude. He's good people.
1: So, but yeah, as good people, you know, we're seeing, you know, more stuff happening around around the world and I mean our world and uh you know hopefully we'll just keep going so Vegas next week.
2: yes um so Florida happened for Savage while we were out because a lot of people went down to Florida Savage
1: that's right that's right that's right that because there was the whole craziness on the rig with the girls that was last weekend. yeah
2: a lot of question on the rig with the ladies um yeah yeah so that's that's really what we're going to have going on right there this is that's what's going on in the world of ocr right now we're ramping up here in the midwest for um i can't believe here and um like just at a month we've got highlander dark ages
1: yeah yeah May which 1st.
2: Is filling up guys um mm-hmm. holy smokes uh numbers are going up people turns out they are excited about doing a night 5k just hot nasty badass speed
1: <laughs> right right it's fun stuff
2: fun stuff but talking about sponsors it's it's the infamous beginning of the season sponsorship season let's fly the sponsor flag mm-hmm. and we finally saw some of the first jerseys from legend born for the 2021 ocr world championship everybody gets excited i'll like, show me my country show me um leah give me a hot take on those legend born jerseys <laughs> <laughs>
1: So Legendborn had been a name sponsor for the beginning part of, of OCR world championships. And then we saw them disappear. Um, they switched over Kuma. to Kuma and now they're back to Legendborn. So, you know, naturally with that announcement, you're going to have all the hype because that's what we do. And here come the jerseys and here they come and they release the first, I don't know, like six or so.
2: Uh, 10 maybe.
1: Maybe, I don't know. They released a bunch of them. And, you know, there's a couple of them that I like a lot. Yeah, and Germany looks great. Germany looks amazing. And, you know, Australia, I think, is pretty cool, too. Germany's my eh. favorite. Um, But then let's talk about USA.
2: They came out with two jerseys for us.
1: Well, because I think they realized the first one was terrible. Sorry, I said it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it- I don't know. For me, I like that. I want something clean. I want Mm -hmm. something that doesn't look gimmicky. And I I really like the alternative jersey.
1: Same, same. Um, I like the alternate jersey. I think that one is much better. I think they should have just, I don't really understand why we came out with two from the gate, but whatever. But that first one, I think just missed the mark on it. To me, it looks like a Where's Waldo shirt with like some blue.
2: Got the old barbershop pole action going on with the it's it's less stars and stripes, more um, barbershop pole.
1: Yeah, I'm not a fan. The other one, two thumbs up, love the alternate. Um, not crazy about the first one
2: though. Fun fact both my father and grandfather sang in barbershop quartet.
1: Oh, ah, look at Jim. Hm.
2: Weird. I, I don't. I don't. I don't secretly like Moonlight and do that. <laughs> in my book. What's up? Can you can you sing? not well <laughs> my, <laughs> i i can sing but it's like more like my infamous like indie punk rock like um
1: emo kids hip-
2: <laughs> i i tried to go through the emo phase back in the day uh, it was a little bit more indie rock but um yeah i i play guitar
1: <laughs> um there you go all right
2: what's the anyway, next um but but before we go, the th- I, I want to go before before we leave this. So realistically, in OCR, you've got three different companies for jerseys. There's Legendborn,
0: mm-hmm.
2: there's Akuma, and there's Triton.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I'm intrigued to see what happens here with the season, guys. Just clean up the jerseys, make them make them sassy. i the thing that I'm really waiting for over at Legendborn is for them to drop what the like the unified jersey, like the OCR United like the
1: traditionally green one with all the flags and stuff is.
2: Exactly. That's what I want. That's, I, I have this shirt that from the it's from the Spartan race world championships 2017 that has all the flags on United as one or something. And I wear that to my track meets and like all my kids are like, Whoa, that's really cool. I'm like, yeah, man. And that's the kind of stuff I want to see.
1: I mean, it will be really interesting to see how many flags we actually get out here.
2: You know, Uh, I'm intrigued too, to see if that final Jersey. So that's that's what I'm waiting on. That's my hot take on the Legendborn system. But then on top of that, Leah, mm. DFND spells. What different. is that? Apparently, it's compression clothing, and apparently, it's the new compression sponsor of the OCR World Championships.
1: I heard of diffend?
2: I've not heard of diffend. Uh, apparently, they do some stuff with the military. The, apparently, mm. they're friends with the Legendborn Squad. Um, because I see so many of the ambassadors now from Legendborn in a different hat, um, which the, it's pronounced defend. Um, right. Um, um, I can't and, really
1: much of anything about it. Cause I've never heard of it, seen it, tried
2: it. I've not heard it. Well, I've seen it and I've heard of it now. I've not tried it. And Hi. you know Hi. why I've
1: not tried it, Leah? <laughs> Is it a million billion?
2: It's a million billion. It's, it's one million one billion. Um, it's expensive stuff. Um, I've got the website open right now. I'm looking at their um, three fourth compression pants, and it's ninety bucks.
1: Mm, I mean, that's like
2: Lululemon pricing. It's that's kind of what I believe I'm looking at here. One of the shirts that I was looking at yesterday, I think it was one twenty just for a t-shirt.
1: A t-shirt or like a compression It was a bad- compression
2: t-shirt. It was a compression t-shirt.
1: Nope, I don't have a million billion.
2: Let me see here: hybrid LS compression shirt, one twenty four ninety nine. Yep. Hybrid SS short sleeve. Yep. 140, 114.99. So it's pricey stuff, Leah. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna take a pass on that one. Not yeah, saying it's not well, stuff. I don't know. I've never tried it, but my wallet's yeah, not
2: gonna really- my wallet will not like this right now. Um, but apparently that's gonna be part of the hey, we we're at OCR World Championships starter pack. Buy yourself a Ooh. pair of $90 leggings and a legend born shirt. There you go. Uh, Hopefully it's good stuff. Um, I know nothing about it. But then again, like, I think back to, oh, second skin days. And mm-hmm. when everybody was buying second skin. It's Stuff kind of looks a little like second skin.
1: I love me some second skin. And, and, and I still wear their stuff. Like, it has lasted me.
2: I do, too. But Leah, mine's dying. Mm. Mine, mine is starting to go on its last leg. Um, which, speaking of second skin. Yeah. And and <laughs> the new hot thing to do, which I've saw some people like this DN DFNQ or something, do not fucking quit company. That's that's a new one out for OCR. Yeah. Some people had some shirts on.
1: What do they do? Just regular they shirts. Sh-
2: I think they're just making some shirts and stuff with a logo. But then also we've got burst.
1: <laughs> what is that?
2: Burst is the rebranded second skin from Dick <laughs>
1: did get that notification that they had changed the the titles of everything, that they were coming, you know, with a new they name.
2: They took the Second Skin logo, they put it on its side, they removed one part of the DNA helix, and they got rid of all the compression clothing. <laughs> Goodness sakes. This looks like straight up. So if anybody's familiar, Lee and I were both worked with Second Skin back in the day, which was owned by Dick Sporting Goods. Um, it was supposed to be their apparel company, athleisure company, but in my mind, I, I, so we love the stuff. It was good. stuff.
1: six exclusive line of sports compression wear basically. Um, and I loved it. It They had, they had a whole
2: athleisure brand, but they also had good, good, I would say performance gear.
1: Absolutely. And it was, it was the price point was much more realistic for a lot of this stuff. How much was
2: a pair of shorts from them?
1: Uh, 60 maybe
2: 50 60 somewhere in there i think the the men's 10 inch black shorts camo everybody had them if you if it Mm -hmm. was 2016 you you were obviously running in these Mm -hmm. Um, not just one or two people everybody was running it was simple black you could get your sponsor logos on it pretty easily yeah um good stuff but anyway they have rebranded they've come out with a new i would say cost-effective company here with this versed versatile if you would um mm. company um from dick sporting goods um but it's a lot more lululemon a lot less um performance i would say yeah. from what i'm seeing here okay we were all hoping for the return of oh I was Skin. that's not what we got here um, no compression whatsoever. Okay. How do you feel about that, Leah?
1: I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Obviously, they they totally dropped the ball with that first launch. I mean, they were giving it away to everybody and anybody. Um, you know, so much product as 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 ambassador. I mean, what were we called? We weren't called ambassadors. We were called something. Um I was an
2: ambassador. Was it was that what we were called? It's part of the team, at least. Yeah,
1: I don't know, but we gave away so much product and they ended up losing a crap ton of money right out the gate and then had to fold. So, you know- Which is part
2: of the ball game. Like there's, when you're dealing with large things like that in major companies and stuff, like you've got to think about so many things like that.
1: Well, I mean, that kind of moves us to our next area of talking is just kind of this whole idea of, ambassadors and branding and, you know, keeping marketing and, you know, how to do it in in this sport, in this industry. And, you know, it seems to be like the biggest draw for marketing nowadays is this, you have to have it FOMO kind of stuff, you know? So-
2: yeah over the weekend i got two emails one was about an invitation back um at evansville north high school uh which was just maybe 45 50 minutes down the road from where i grew up Mm -hmm. um but then i got a second email Mm -hmm. um from spartan saying jacob i just see it like you know spartan branding classic out the gate jacob your trifecta colors are fading oh no sunset no you must renew them guys i swear i'm good for it oh <laughs> my god side
1: note i haven't ran a trifecta since 2018
2: same here but like that, that, that i was sitting here running through my head they counted the vip the vip race as a super i,
1: I think ran this is my last my last uh trifecta those colors lasted pretty long then if they're just yeah now- that's
2: that's good colors for a few good years you know we wear it through the wash quite a few times
1: <laughs> yeah so they're just now fading and so now we have to feel bad about our fading colors and come back to spartan and and you know put another coat on where everything's fucking sold out leah where everything's uh, right
2: <laughs> every good. week it's like and i, I get messages from people and we're talking to my friends and stuff and they're like what is sold out I'm, we don't fucking know no,
1: ever said like we're capping it at 200 or 500 or a thousand or nobody knows they're just here today gone tomorrow but you better hurry up because your colors are fading
2: yeah and it's just like this FOMO and so I feel that our our world here and our world of OCR has been from the get-go like we've had the group on stage and we've heard mm-hmm. like you know people talking about fear tactics and selling things and we've heard you know the um oh don't do this because if you don't if you don't buy this you're not safe or you don't have this or that or in, in you know the 80s you had like you deserve this you deserve this this is the lifestyle it's now for us it's this fomo if you don't get it now you're gonna miss out
1: well and then we saw a lot of that with the whole you know we're going to do seven races and you have to do all seven of them because if you yeah. don't seven you're going to miss this giant piece to this puzzle and what's the point in having your puzzle if you're not gonna Every have race, a race counts. Right? And this massive like leaderboard, you know, like this whole you know, it's, it's, it's weird. Like we saw this big boom of all these companies and everybody wanted to do a little bit of everything. And then we saw all of that fold down. And then we were left with like a core little bit. And I feel like we're seeing a newer resurgence of people trying to stake their claim in the market. And it's a fight over who's going to sound bigger, badder, cooler to draw that in, you know?
2: Yeah. It's, I don't know. I don't, I first I just I hate this. I hate the FOMO thing. I hate this like it, there's certain areas where FOMO should be used. And that we'll we'll bring up that here in a few, but like I feel like right now Spartan's like come back or you're going to miss it. Mhm. Or um
1: never mind that we the, have any other races to offer you, but you're going to miss this one.
2: You're going to miss this one and it's sold out. <laughs> so, um or it's them posting some influencer doing some freaking workout stunt.
1: Like some jackass putting a 10,000 pound, obviously not, whatever, tire on his back doing, what did he, was he doing, pushups?
2: Pushups or something like that. Or like, there's one guy just flipping a tire from the inside the other day. And it's like, let's let's throw a few emojis on this and get some, get some reactions, get the clicks, it's baby.
1: Ignorant stuff, like that kind of stuff. I'm just like, really? To me, that doesn't make me feel like
2: Oh boy, I need to sign up for a spar. And I see that and I One. just. Inspiration. Well, I've posted some goofy, like, agility stuff I've done back in the day, <laughs> high box jumps and stuff. Like, but like, and I said... actually, shout out to my boy Kevin Parrish real quick. I saw him the other day. Did you see him doing like the pull up on the ring? On the r- pull up? So on- he took a gymnast ring, right? Put it over a pull up bar and did a pull up just on the ring. Oh like off the diametrical pressure there of the ring, like ha- held it at an angle over it and then did a pull. I was like, that's actually freaking cool. That's pretty strong. Yeah, that's cool. Well, and it's, it takes not only strong, it's something I work with my kids. It takes balance, precision. It takes um, body awareness is what I tell my vaulters because yeah. it, but I was like, that's actually pretty impressive. That's really cool. And it's not putting a thousand pound tire in your back and trying to I- like. And it, was, it, the tire probably wasn't a thousand pounds, guys. It right. was not a thousand pounds. It was
1: a big ass tire, though. And I think, honestly, in that example, I think that was kind of negligent on Spartans. And like, you know, there's jackasses who watch that video. I'm like, I'm going to put a bigger tire on my back and put 45 pound plates, too, because a you know. Oh, oh, my gosh.
2: it's Well, and it gets back to this, this mentality. I was talking to some people over the weekend and it was like, just because you can do it doesn't mean you should do it like and for a long time in spartan that was like well this is for everybody everybody can come out and do this well not if not if you're not in good health like not if you're not like and i think that's going to be something i hope here in the world on the other side of covid mm-hmm. that people like just because you can do it doesn't mean you should do it like if and don't be wrong i am 1000 percent about people doing whatever they can and crushing their goals if it's an actual goal Mm -hmm. if it's actually not just something you want to do on a win because you saw on a marketing ad Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Um, not because you got fomo over something and wanted to to do this you know um because because you're missing out as a person your trifecta colors are fading now get out here and jump on the start line i don't care what shape you're in i don't care if you know what but at the same time like i'm at this crossroads because um it's weird it's I, I'm at this weird place because I think I want to push people to do these things I want them to take them seriously and like this sport
1: is wonderful because it can bring people of all different backgrounds and all different athletic abilities you know I think it's great and I think you know that part of the whole FOMO thing doesn't bother me like if if, if seeing something is going to you know bring someone to to a to a start line for the first time like that's great but i do but i
2: want them to, i want them to respect it though
1: agree don't make it so gimmicky and you know it's we talk out of both sides of our mouths because we sit here and we talk about wanting to be taken seriously and wanting to be in the olympics and wanting standardization and all this stuff and then you act all goofy hokey and put videos like tires on backs and you know, threats of fading colors and, you know, I don't know. It's just too gimmicky to me.
2: It's okay. So this and this is going to go on a weird tangent here. But, you know, we I lost my best friend Ben here earlier this year and he was an Ironman athlete, multiple um, half Ironman athletes. He had done Steelhead Muncie here in Indiana, Galveston, Texas, the half there, Uh, multiple, multiple decorated half Ironman, Ironman athlete did his first Ironman after radiation while he was on chemo. Dang. But, you know, bald, I've, I've shared photos of him. Great, but he was an athlete. And mm-hmm. first and foremost, he respected what he was looking to do. And that was one of the reasons I love the ultra so much. Is like, you've got hard time hacks. Mm-hmm. If you don't make it here, you're done. And mm-hmm. the same with Ironman. If, you don't, if you're not at the finish line when they're done, they're, yeah. you're done. You're Absolutely. done. Absolutely. And Ben respected that. Even, but he knew where he was at with his health things, Mm -hmm. and he knew what he had to do to get across that finish line. And he took that heavily. And Mm -hmm. as an athlete, you have to do that. As a person who wants to accomplish goals, you have to be more aware of everything that's going on. Um, And that's where it's really hard for me in the sport because we've got a, 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 you know, a sport here based around binge drinking and mud wrestling. (laughs) <laughs> right. right. Uh, but but it, don't get me wrong. We are much more than that, guys. We are we are much more than, than those be, things. Right. But I'm just joking here. Um, but you know, it's it's one of those things where you have the same course where you've got people. You know, I would say in many cases our top end athletes, Olympic tier. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later in the day, you've got people going out with shots of fireball.
1: Right, and their boom boxes, and yeah.
2: Right, dressed up like a unicorn, but and that's that's them. But um, it, it's this professionalism. And I remember back in 2015 where Joe was like, you know, from this moment on, we're on NBC. Nobody can wear tutus at the start line, or nobody like mm-hmm. like dress professionally in the in the pro and elite waves. And everyone was like, I, I thought that was a great thing, but mm-hmm. I think we're at just this interesting time where things are going to start changing and it's going to be interesting to see, but the FOMO stuff just drives me off the wall. But if there is a time to do FOMO, Leah, if there is a place in time, I think it's the locals. Uh,
1: Well, you know, the thing is with the locals is I don't think it's necessarily a FOMO type thing. I, I don't think that the emphasis should be like, you know, FOMO, but more of like, hey, you want to do this because this we're doing this one time and this is what makes us special. And, you know, they they all have to do something that separates them, you know, know, it's it's
2: capitalizing on your uniqueness there.
1: Mm -hmm, Absolutely. We see it with frontline with their with their weight vests. We see it with Highlander with now offering their dark ages. Um, you know, we see it with Indian Mud Run. Only twice a
2: year will you get to see Jacob Bosecker in a kilt, unless I do it at OCRWC. (laughs) Uh,
1: Indian Mud Run offering like exclusive, basically sneak peeks to the OCR World Championship stuff. Um, you know, these, these smaller races need to find their niche. And the ones that we're seeing that have survived this covid world you know are the ones that are coming back with something fun to offer abominables got the the snow stuff you know
2: i think there's a big difference between building hype and building fomo
1: well yeah i mean you want to deliver and i think that's i think that's ultimately the biggest thing is you can build your hype and you can have your fomo but have something there that you're FOMOing about and you're hyping about like Spartan. I feel like is this perpetual just tease. And they're like, this is great. This is great. Don't be left out. Get your colors. Well,
2: Well, my favorite back in the day, the one that I love from Anthony Yepes. He's gone now. He he was Mm -hmm. one of the big guys at Spartan. It was always stay tuned. (laughs) Right. More to come. More to come. Keep your eyes peeled. Here it comes. And then
1: Ever comes with spartan it's the same thing and like that's the i think that's what burns you out it's you know you get excited for something and or they
2: or they release something that's absolute bullshit like i remember talking to anthony back in 2019 and they did it, it passed real freaking quick real freaking quick guys they were like we're gonna do fireworks after the spartan Race world championship anthony you guys are gonna have goddamn fireworks in california
1: right during where the during- guy-
2: during drought season oh well no 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 back it up (laughs) (laughs) well it
1: sounded cool you guys were gonna fireworks (laughs) it sounded cool
2: let's say whatever whatever. they're gonna forget about that
1: (laughs) oh my god and you know and this translates to everything and this can be a life lesson you know deliver what you promise and if you're gonna hype something make sure it's worth hyping and and that you're gonna do it right exactly like
2: though, no, no. I think I think there's just there's some grace in slowing down just for a second um right. and realizing what comes out of your mouth that's that's our FOMO rant guys thanks for checking it out
1: you'll miss
2: us <laughs> you still miss us there there we custom discussed FOMO and how my trifecta colors are fading Leah's are, are yours faded yet I feel like right. I'm
1: yep yep they're fading i feel like
2: i'm in in what was that album by stain that i loved in high school like 14 shades of gray oh goodness uh we're going way back in no, the
1: no it's not fading now watch my segue we're uh, fading into glory with the do, 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 do. community kudos
2: that was so lame that was so lame <laughs> So everybody, Leah and I are now doing Zoom calls so we get to see each other when we do this. And Leah's I like losing it right now. Yeah. This little dance. St. Patty's Day is over, Leah. No more jigs.
1: Oh my goodness. No Can more. We- who do you have this week?
2: Who do you who do I have? First of yeah. all. <laughs> because we we gave him such a, a hype earlier. I would love to give it to Yancey Cult because I want to see him dressed as Hugh Jackman's greatest showman now. That would right. be <laughs> that would be my dream yancy Cop. but no i'm giving it to john penland uh john penland good to see you out there bro um you crushed it this weekend good for you man uh we miss you uh, you know i remember uh we talk so much about these people and i say kids but now they're young adults um you know vj and i remember i remember this weekend um this weekend three or four four years ago now god i'm getting old um but I went to Vegas. I did the Vegas race before right. I even knew Cody. Um, yeah. Shout out to the OCR Carpenter. I love you, bro. Talking to you the other day. Um, miss you. <laughs> um, but we were talking about how that race, VG, I think took third. And um, it was the race that Cody Mote came to qualify for the Spartan Race World Championship. Right. Been gone. He came, he won, he walked away, and then he came back for the Spartan Race World Championship and won it. Mm -hmm. And I remember sitting there at the start line with Cody and they're calling him up. And I was like, he's like, man, just in the Cody moat way, you got to know Cody moat. He was just like 14 miles. Yeah. Three hours. I was like, well, you know, Cody, just go in here, punch the clock, punch it out. It's just another day at work. And he just smiled on a
1: tangent. You got lost. John Penland.
2: Well, no, I'm, I'm just talking about like, that was where the world was at. But at that time, John Penland and your um your vj joneses were like 18 yeah and we got to see them evolve and grow up in the sport now and now they're out there freaking crushing these races left and right and it's just so reassuring and cool to see john penland and vj up there like up there crushing it because vj was there doing that in florida a few weeks ago
1: yep and he'll be at vegas i know he's posted so yeah,
2: exactly. I'm excited to see VJ do well because he normally does really well at this venue. This was the first place that VJ did the infamous. We saw the Lache off Twister. Yeah. Yeah. It was at this race. Um, I was sitting there with um well once again with um with Cody Moat and who's there? Uh, Robert Koble. We were sitting there and Robert Kobe, like vj does it like practice and get dicking around and cobalt just looks at me just shaking his head <laughs> he's just like no no this is not what we wanted right, right um anyway who you got this week leah
1: i also am gonna give some love for the san antonio racers and i'm gonna go with alexandra walker um alex has been a face on the on the scene for for several years now um she raced on saturday and uh, took second which you know is amazing but apparently she you know was not so happy with that she made a heartfelt post um, after the race on Sunday or Monday basically talking about how you know shaking off the cobwebs was, was rough and you know the anxiety pre-race was high and she wasn't really happy with her performance so then she came back and threw the freaking hammer down on Sunday and not only did she take first place for the women, she took fourth place overall. Like
2: that's get Some work done.
1: Everybody, including the boys, except for three of them. But she was right on their tails, right behind John Penland.
2: So that's great. That's
1: pretty damn impressive. I don't think I know it's happened before where the women I think Rhea did it maybe in
2: Hawaii.
1: It's it happening where it happens.
2: Oh, it has happened more than you think.
1: Yeah, it's happened a couple times, but it's not a frequent thing where a woman has taken an overall top three spot. Um,
2: yeah, I, I know Lindsay's done it before.
1: Yeah, Lindsay's done um, it. I think Maria has done it. Um, I'm sure some other women have done it. A Nicole,
2: times. probably up there near close.
1: You, I would think maybe she's done it before. But um, it's it's freaking impressive, especially with women starting behind the men and having to deal with extra obstacles around the way. So
2: well, and one of the things I love back loved back in the day at these locals, you'll have elite women and men go off at the same time sometimes if the waves were small yep. enough back in the day. And we would do that at Mud Guts and Glory back in the day. Yep. And like me and Rose Wetzel would be neck and neck for miles. And I was like. That-
1: does it savage has always done it put the men and the women Mm -hmm.
2: it's fun because it's like holy shit rose get it girl (laughs) um and then like going back to alex walker um at um oh at world's toughest mudder me and her ran probably for like two hours together at wtm that one year
1: you're a top tier podium girl what's that i said so basically what you're saying is you're a top level elite girl podium i'm right? just
2: saying she looks a lot better on that podium than me that's all i'm saying yeah. <laughs> good ain't that the truth bo secker but it is haircut day for me so maybe after today i'll look a little better there you go get it up anyway that's i think leah do we got anything else this
1: week i think that's about it we're rolling into another week of racing um we We've got this weekend, we have the very first ever DECA fit happening in Dallas. The, the, um, the, the full-blown DECA with the runs. So um we'll see once again.
2: Goes. Yancy, if you're listening, this is your opportunity. Go get that costume. Get the Dude, top hat. <laughs> Yancy
1: Culp, you are listening to our episode, and I know he does listen to us sometimes. Yancy Culp, if you are listening to us. You have got to show up next week, this weekend in Dallas as The Greatest Showman, and it will be the greatest thing ever.
2: If Yancey would do it, I would show up with a boombox blaring the soundtrack to The Greatest Showman. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the moment you've been waiting for. Wow! (laughs) All right. Your sweat soaks through the (laughs) floor.
0: On
1: that note, thank you guys so much for (laughs) tuning in to us. We really appreciate it. Leave us a like, review, comment share an episode. Um, And as always, we love you guys. Thank you so much. And I'm Leah Hensley.
2: I'm Jacob Boseck. We'll check you guys out on the course.
0: This has been the Bro CR Supercast, powered by Bro CR Media. We always love reviews. Oh, and shout-outs, too. Want to be on the review? Drop us a line. We know there are other obstacle course racing podcasts out there, but you choose to laugh with us for a while. So, thanks. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. And thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye, Bye, everyone. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye -bye. Bye-bye.